0: We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with DJ Barker. I call you by the wrong name so often that I almost always try to call you Baker. <laughs> that's wrong. DJ Baker. That it's was a right. guy. Just, just, See, there's no awesome smile there at all. Here, so. Yeah, that's not right.
1: Yeah, you don't even and that's, about that's, that's, that's not
0: That's Jarrett McKenzie in the background. Uh, this is from our good friend Ed Kelly. He says, uh, Okay, guys, I don't mean for this to be a co- political question in any way. Jarrett. Just keep that in mind, okay? (laughs)
2: I'll do Uh, my best.
0: Much talk about tax cuts, putting more money into the taxpayers' pockets, uh, which is good for the economy. However, how is it different to say uh, a million dollars is spent in the economy by John Doe versus uh, a million dollars spent into the economy by Uncle Sam? Seems that when a million bucks is spent, the economy doesn't know who spent it. uh, By keeping it apolitical, I want to keep the issue of government borrowing the money In some way, out of this answer. Uh, Thank you. To be honest with you, I think probably the absolute shortest answer there is timing. How quickly will the money get into the economy? How how quickly will it go to work? So uh, if we're talking about, you guys remember 2009, 2010, uh, we talked about those shovel-ready projects where the government was going to spend on infrastructure and get money back into the uh, hands of the consumer. Well, think about what happens there. There's a planning phase. You have to consider you know, what's going on. They said shovel ready, so maybe we could consider they get shortened. Uh, they pay for the initial kickoff of the project. Uh, the companies get out and they hire new people. Uh, how much quicker would it be to uh, cut the taxes on an individual?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They have uh, real spending money. They now have some discretionary money to spend. How much quickly, much more quickly will that get to the hands of, uh, or get into the economy and start making an impact? That really is the the issue, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, you especially ask, this
2: time of year, right? Yeah, that's right. They're <laughs> about right. to start spending like crazy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Here we the go. holidays. It's seasonal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we just spend whatever. Now, there are a few things that you got to consider. Uh, if you give the money to a company, uh, in order to do something like that, um, you could possibly wind up with a situation where the company keeps a portion of it It doesn't Mm -hmm. hire they expand the hours of the individuals now they still have more money but you haven't really spread it out that far Uh, the other the other thing is if you give tax breaks to the wealthy and i know there's some folks out there that would throw rotten fruit at me for saying this but it's the reality if you've got people who already live well below their means uh, their means being significant if they Mm -hmm. are wealthy uh, you, you would s- assume that this happens a little more often. Uh, they're going to save the money. Right. It, they're not going to spend it. So, in this case, if you're giving it to the middle class, a lot of folks in the middle class wind up spending every dime they make from week to week. Um, you would assume you give them extra money. What are they going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Well, not as likely to save, right? So, you know, being careful about who you give those tax breaks uh, can also be a big part of that uh, situation.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, so we've got a question here from Tom from Atlanta. He called our producer this week and uh, had a few questions. Uh, here we go with Tom's question. Uh, he has a fair amount of capital gains and is considered considering selling three stocks that he has a loss in, uh, Under Armour, Kroger, and Allergan. Uh, this would help him offset some of the gains. This is tax loss harvesting. We do this all the time around here. Yep. Uh, he says, I'd like to know if these would be good to sell. Well, if you've got a loss and you're tax loss harvesting, surely they're good to sell, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're saying you're going to sell them and never buy them back, that's a different question. So uh, in order to take take the losses uh, on your taxes, you have to be out of that stock for 30 days, right? Is it 30 or 31? 31. 31 yeah. days. Okay, so after 31 days, if you still like the stock and it was still valued well for you, you can actually buy it back. So... Uh, just know that in the back of your mind now you ask about under armor the symbol uaa uh athletic wear i guess uh, you can buy shoes um all kind of
2: yeah they got a lot garments. of different lines now yeah. yeah
0: and it's it's really more of a fashion company at this point mm-hmm. I, I think i would agree didn't they just Saint get hit I, really hard yeah what they've, they've been beaten up pretty bad lately uh earnings have been bad um We see, uh, well, earnings growth, uh, the bigger things is their profitability, but earnings growth uh, expected to be 6.7%. No, it has been 6.7% growth lately, uh, expected to be over 10%. Some of the numbers in here, you know, when I look at it, the the company doesn't look horrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem that I have is it's still one of those fashion plays, and uh, I have not done well. Mm. for a long time it it really makes me skittish uh consumer tastes can change so quickly Mm -hmm. and uh when you're out in the fashion world you're just out (laughs) i mean i remember uh, names like lululemon coming on the scene hey you remember crocs oh remember when crocs was the best thing going Yeah,
2: i remember when i saw you in the office wearing some that day well i I
0: mean i do have some crocs (laughs) But I never bought the stock, yeah. I can assure you that. So, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, sometimes something that's the most favored uh, item of the consumer is not necessarily the best stock. Uh, I think the price got a little little ahead of itself and it's been beaten up. To be honest with you, uh, you sell it, I wouldn't recommend buying it back. Uh, you asked also about Kroger. Kroger's in the uh, grocery business. There's been a lot going on in that space, uh, probably not the least of which is the fact that uh, we saw... A recent announcement that Amazon bought Whole Foods. Yep. Uh, there hasn't really been much change in Whole Foods. Supposedly the prices came down. I walked through the place and I'd be honest with you, I don't shop there much, but I haven't seen anywhere the prices look remotely uh, reasonable to me. Still, uh, it, it's a store that's that doesn't. I, I'm clearly not their target target audience. <laughs> I'm uh, not. Uh, uh, not as concerned with environmentalism and that sort of thing as maybe I should be, but uh, I, I surely realize when I see, you know, their toilet paper compared to other places' toilet paper, the price still just doesn't seem yeah. to mesh with me. Uh, so in, the, in regards to that, Kroger, on that day that they announced Whole Foods was going to be purchased by Amazon, Kroger fell over 9.5%. Uh, If you look at the valuation of Kroger right now, it looks actually really attractive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing that happened recently is they came out, uh, management came out. Their earnings have been pretty decent. You know, they've been hitting their numbers, uh, but they came out and guided down. Anytime management tells you that the future is not as bright as we said it was a few minutes ago or a few years ago or months ago, Uh, Guess what happens to the stock? It gets beaten up. So uh, the price has been adjusted for various things, uh, some of which I think are are probably overblown. Uh, Doesn't mean you shouldn't sell it. Go ahead and take your loss. Manage your tax situation. Uh, Like I said, it's something we do around here for individuals. You can only do that, by the way, if you own individual stocks. It's not something you're going to be able to do when the S&P 500 is up 17% in the year uh, and you own one ETF, exchange-traded fund that covers the S&P 500,
2: mm-hmm. all those
0: stocks behind the scenes that you actually have uh, that are impacting your gains. Yeah. Uh, if you're in a taxable account, you can do very little or nothing about right, managing your tax situation. So, uh yeah, sell Kroger if you still like the company, which I, I do. Uh, you know, you could buy it back in 31 days and be fine there. Um, and uh, last, if I can get this page to turn, is Allergan. That too has been a very tough spot lately. Uh, you know, pharmaceuticals have truly been on the skids for the last few months. Uh, uh, Bio companies that uh, produce pharmaceutical products have been in the same tough situation as well, so uh, you know all things considered, you do have a loss if you 've held it uh, over a short period of time. you might not so much if you 've held it for a longer period of time. allergen hasn 't done poorly for ever, but it has recently yeah. so uh, you know if you wanted to take take your losses and and uh, move on, I think that's probably a good idea as well Th- Tom, we appreciate your uh, reaching out to us. And uh, any of you who have questions uh, that want to get them answered can always call us, 770-429-9166. So, uh, guys, we have uh, another question here. One of you all want to yeah. throw it out there? Yeah, Michael from Ackworth. So he's currently 33. Jarrett, for the past 10 years, he's worked to contribute $10,000 a year to his 401K, and he has about $145,000 in that. He also has about $58,000 in Roth but it seems like he's not where he wants to be. He rents an in-law suite from his parents. He wants to buy a house, furnish it, and get married. So he's thinking about suspending the retirement savings for a few years until he gets married and kind of gets everything, you know, his goals reset. Uh, Is that going to put him behind the scenes?
2: Well, I mean, I think any time that you... uh You know stop saving when when you've been doing so for quite a while sure that's gonna maybe hold things back a little bit because you, you're you're cutting that off but at the same time I think he's probably well ahead of the game so to speak uh, where from where some of his peers might be just because of how well he's already done mm-hmm, and yeah. what what we know is in the long run that could be as beneficial than had he not done that Let, let's say he already bought himself a house furnished it had already gotten married and didn't have any savings but was now going To start doing what he has already done and contribute that $10,000 a year to his 401k for the next 30 years. Uh, Because, you know, in in this instance, he's done that for 10 years and and maybe wants to pull back on it for a while. Uh, In doing the math, and and just keeping this pretty simple, uh, based on a 7% return, which is uh, a case that we've looked at in some of the classes that we teach over at KSU, uh, he would actually be better off the way that he's done it. Even if he didn't save another dollar, he'd be better off at age 65 than someone who were to begin doing what he has done now and they did it for the next 30 years so just to clarify if he did this for 10 years saved $10,000 a year for 10 years and got himself $145,000 the compound interest on that assuming a positive return of 7% annually for the next 30 years would be more meaningful than had he not done anything up until this point and then started to do exactly what he's done for the next 30 years he would be better off than that person so my point is look Michael, I think you're already ahead of the game. I, I don't know that taking some time off to do some of these other things like getting married and purchasing a house, that is, it's not going to be uh, hurtful to you, but you know, might that put you behind a little bit? Sure. Again, if you're going to cut your savings off to do something like this, uh, then obviously you won't be as far ahead as if you would have been otherwise. But at the end of the day, uh, I think you're you're well ahead of the game already. So don't Save try early. to do both.
0: Save early. That's, <laughs> that's the key. That <laughs> yeah, is exactly absolutely. right. Alright guys, market up or down. We're uh almost done here. Man,
2: after today Jared, I say it's gotta be up. That's Jared's going up, yeah. Up.
0: Yeah. All right. It's a unanimous we're all saying the market is up. Thanks for listening. Money talks will be back next week.
1: All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only.